Not seven minutes ago, James Harden was traded to the Brooklyn Nets. Welcome to NYC Sports. I don't think I have to hype up the show any more than that. With me today, friend of the show, Vinny Lambert. Vin, how you doing? I'm doing great. It's an honor to be part of this basketball episode of uh, NYC Sports. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. This is the first basketball episode we've done. I'm, I'm bringing in the reinforcements. We also have friend of the show, Frankie Hoffer here. Frankie, how you doing, man? Doing great. It's a real honor to be on here, man. I've been really excited about this all week. I've been looking forward to this, but I did not literally seven minutes ago. I didn't anticipate this either, bro. Harden, Harden is a net. Let that marinate for a second. James Harden, after after weeks of... I'm trying to keep the language clean, but like, <laughs> just came out and talked so poorly about his teammates. Just said, nah, this isn't it. We don't have it. Let me like... That interview uh, came out, what, just a few minutes, like, ma- ma- let's say an hour, an hour or two ago, right, on Bleacher Report, mm-hmm. on, on all the main uh, platforms, mm-hmm. and after probably hearing all that backlash, the team, you know, the Rockets management definitely was probably going to be like, all right, well, now we have to make a move. Yeah. Originally from going from saying, yeah, we need to trade for an all-star, to now, we just want to get rid of them. Mm, yeah. And that's basically what they did, this four-team trade. And, and that's what I was about to say, it's a four-team trade, and the Rockets... They got a good haul. You look at you look at the trade up and down. Frankie, you could read it in a second, but gotcha. it's it's the Rockets. Obviously, the Nets are getting James Harden, so they won their respective mm-hmm. part of the trade. But the Rockets really they won this trade. This was a great trade for them. I think Harden didn't want to be there anyway. I've been talking in the past couple episodes about the Jets trading Jamal Adams. I think it's wow. a great trade because he didn't want to be there anymore. So you might as well get a couple a first round pick and a third round pick out of it the Rockets did pretty much the same thing Harden very clearly didn't want to be there they got something out of it what were the details on this trade all right so the Nets get James Harden uh the Rockets get Oladipo Dante Exum uh Karooks uh three Brooklyn Net first rounders one Milwaukee first and four Brooklyn first round swaps and then the Pacers get Cars LeVert which is I, I think is going to be great on the yeah I'm really interested to see how that plays out yeah he's he's already shown what he can do in the playoffs without any all-star second rounder also for the Pacers and then the Cavs get Jared Allen great pickup Torian Prince also a great uh producer off the bench so I'm, I'm excited man it's like look at that we went from how many games are we in the season already like 10 yeah 10 yeah. like, like 10, two nine, weeks like in 10 games maybe. right like yeah and now we're already gonna get players who are already producing, like Jared Allen has already been producing a, a double-double, right, in the beginning of this season. Now he's going to be over there in uh, the Cavs territory. It's going to be interesting. No, I, I definitely agree. It's going to be interesting to see, like with COVID and everything that's going on, are these guys yeah. going to have to take any time through protocols to, yeah. to get on the court or because they've been through – because we don't know anything. You know, everything changes yeah. day to day. Mm-hmm. Are we going to have to wait two weeks to see Harden on the court? Right, that know. is true. That's a good question. I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think anyone. How does. soon are we going to be able to see all three of these guys on the court? Yeah, to see yeah. Harden, Kyrie, and KD all playing at the same time. Well, that's the other about. thing is that Kyrie is MIA. He's he's missed four games now. Hasn't said anything. At least I haven't heard him say anything as of this morning. And I think part of this trade is Brooklyn preparing for the event that Kyrie's gone. I think so too, because without Kyrie there, you're going to need that other star level talent. And 
the Nets gutted their uh, lineup, but I think it was for a purposeful reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing shades of like the 2013 Brooklyn Nets, or like it was around that time where they traded all their draft picks to. Uh, it's when they just moved to Brooklyn. They traded all mm-hmm. their draft picks to get uh, Kevin Garnett. Paul Pierce, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and yeah. Joe Johnson, Joe Johnson too. Yeah, Joe Johnson. But I saw I, Joe, man. Yeah, yeah, I saw Joe. And that team did not go no, as planned. But I yeah. feel like this is a better attempt at a win-now strategy. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like they absolutely. got a real shot now. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of the guys that they brought in there, would you say that they were towards the later end of their careers, respectively, when they came to Brooklyn? Yeah. Yes, a thousand percent. So I think that that's, that's a big thing with this team compared to that one as well, is that KD can yeah. still fire on all cylinders. Yeah. No one's yeah. doubting that. Yeah. Harden, is, that. Harden is Harden, you know? True. On the note of Kyrie being MIA, do you think that we've seen Kyrie's last game, if not just as a net, ever? Um... That's hard to say, especially, like, with the trade just happening now. Like, are they – in six minutes, are we going to get another alert from Bleacher Report saying that the Nets have now traded Kyrie Irving? But we have to wait and see. This could also, this could also be incentive for Kyrie to come back to play. Pl- yeah, to come yeah. back to yeah. play. So Absolutely. who knows what will happen. It's very yeah. exciting. Though. No, that's has true. A point. Yeah, that yeah. has a point. Like, maybe now he's going to be like, oh, we got – not just KD, but what we got James Harden now? You know yeah. how much offense that's going to produce? No, it's going to be pretty absurd. Insanely yeah. absurd. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Also, their ratings are just going to go through the roof. Oh, like, yeah. When has the Brooklyn Nets have had this much talent in the past 10, 10 years? Only when they acquired KD and Kyrie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that was the first. Yeah, right. Yeah. That, that was the first big thing. Yeah. Other than like what we spoke about before, Vinny Butler, you know, Paul Pierce, you know, yeah. Burnett, Joe Johnson, you know. Those are star players, but they're not. They're not. They're not James Harden. They're not KD. Yeah, yeah. Now this is gonna shake the NBA. Yeah, I'm glad that the Knicks are facing a Hardenless and Kyrieless net tonight. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's. That's, well, that's good. Good. It. Good for the good for the Knicks. Hopefully they can capitalize. Yeah, but we'll move on to I the Knicks it, now. Yeah, go ahead. No, what were you saying? I was about to. I was about to start talking about the Knicks, man. I'm really. I'm really. Oh yeah, excited. let's let's. let's. I, I love. I love what they're doing. Like especially Austin Rivers, like how he's mm-hmm. how he listened to his father's advice because originally he was actually going to go to the Clippers. Really, that was going to be a possible trade. Mm-hmm. Not the Clippers. Uh, the Seventy Sixers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was going to go to the 76ers, but Doc Rivers told him, he was like, I think it's better if you go to the Knicks because this way he can like have his own role there rather than him going to the 76ers and playing maybe a, a, a spot-up person off the bench. Mm-hmm. You know? And we've already seen what he can do. Yeah, I was about to say that. Rivers... A day after working out on his day off, that was like that's that's one of my favorite videos this season. By the way, is what he posted up on his Instagram. But mm-hmm. a day after he gets that extra work in, just goes off for the Knicks. It shades of his. That was a crazy game. Yeah, they yeah. Were down double digits going into the fourth. Shades of his ball is life high school mixtapes. I, I I can't remember seeing Austin Rivers drive like that in a couple like in a while. No, so that's, absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty I mean, awesome. His uh, his, like he had a glimpse of shine, like while he was on the Rockets, but mm-hmm. obviously, like with with uh, Harden taking most of the the time with the ball, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of took away like all that uh, other um, opportunity possible, for uh, yeah, other ball handlers, but else, you know, yeah. to, to go off. So now, I, I love how the Knicks are playing right now. Very unselfish. Mm-hmm. 
And with Julian Randle, you know, leading that team, you know, almost averaging a triple double already in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout, shout out to his trainer. Yeah. <laughs> I watched. Uh, I got follow the guy on IG, man. He he, he posts Julius Randle do some crazy workouts. That's awesome. Yeah. That's sick. You talk about selfless play. The Knicks coach Tibbs right now has them playing hard four quarters, tough defense, and for a young team, these are important traits to get them some big wins. And we've seen them. They're, I think that they're gonna they're gonna shock some teams. They already did with the Bucks, mm-hmm. beating the Bucks. Do you think that that's kind of a fluke win for them, or is that is that signs of things to come? Those are sign, definitely signs mm-hmm. of things to come. I, I they think have the I, I agree, and also I love the uh, I love the way I love his approach uh, over that past winning streak. Of course, it's been a little shaky, but that when you miss shots, you're not good, no matter how good your defense is the other team is going to score more points. Those traits are exactly what a young team needs, and I, I'm pretty sure R.J. Barrett's, I think, leading the league or near the top of the league in minutes per game, and he's just trying to give this young team this experience that they need. And he's still young in himself. It's not like he's, you know... R.J.? He's, R.J.? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. second know? year, second yeah. year. So for him, to be, for him to be emerging as a leader has to be something that the Knicks are, can, can look forward to. Yeah, they can build around that. Yeah. Absolutely. And not just him, like, we have, think about Kevin Knox. When he got, really, I was, was going to bring that yeah, up. Yeah, he showed yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he showed up, man. Like, he, it's so, a team that was shooting below 32% last season has now, you know, shooting consistently 38%, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what you need to see. Yeah, no, absolutely. Talk about the impact of Taj Gibson. Ah, veteran. He was already on the Knicks too. He he's already had playing time with Julius Randle. He's already had playing mm-hmm. time with uh, who who's their center? Like, the the name back to me now. Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Mitch, Robinson. Yeah. Thank you, baby. Yeah, he already has a lot of uh, chemistry with that. So I think his presence and his, his uh, he's gonna be able to to talk to those young guys, you know, and like certain situations, he's definitely gonna put them on a on, on that pedestal to be like, all right, like it's okay if you make a mistake, just, you know, let's 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 work harder next time. And also having the mindset of it's a long season, even though it's only seventy games now or something like that. Still yeah, a long season. Yeah, seventy two. It's still a long season. So mm-hmm. having that veteran in the locker room to keep those young players on track and being like, yeah. "Hey, although we just run these five games or like this many games or so, stay focused." Or we're on a losing streak right now, but this is like we still have X amount. Of, like having that presence yeah, is great. Yeah. yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but he also has experience with this coach, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, he played on the Bulls yeah. with, uh, with Thibodeau, with uh, D. Rose, Boozer, Joe Keen. Yeah, so that's that's important, just having a guy who knows what your coach wants and the vision that your coach is trying to build. In his first year, bringing in guys like that, I think that that's so important. I think that that's a great addition. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think th- that's, that's the main reason why, too. I, yeah. That's also why... Um, uh, Haslam is even on the heat. Like he's not getting any playing time, but his presence off the bench, his influence is talking to guys. That's that's exactly why Taj is there. One other thing to look out for for the Knicks is uh, Obi Toppin has been cleared to play for today. Mm. So uh, w- he hasn't been he hasn't had team practice like contact mm. with uh, like full contact team practice, but he's been practicing with coaches mm. and uh, doing conditioning and getting used to the NBA game. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see how many minutes he gets to play or if he plays mm-hmm. and to see how he does. Yeah, no, definitely something to look out for. Now, a player that the Knicks were reportedly going to trade up for 
in the draft and didn't. And maybe, you know, rethinking that decision right now is LaMelo Ball. Dude is going off right now. He, like, he does not look like a rookie. He's uh, beat his older brother in their head-to-head game, which must have been the coolest thing ever. (laughs) I can't even imagine playing your older brother in the NBA. Mm -hmm. That's sick. But he also, I think the next game, became the youngest player to reach a triple-double in NBA history. He is nine. He's nineteen years old. I'm the youngest one on this call right now. I'm twenty. He's younger than all three of us, and he's playing basketball with grown men, and and setting records. Like it's easy, you know. All I know is that Lamelo Ball is like a my player. I create in two K. <laughs> like six six <laughs> point guard can shoot from three, can pass. You yeah. know. His court vision is beautiful like you see how much iq he has Mm -hmm. like playing overseas they thought that he wasn't gonna be able to do well but like if you if someone who actually knows basketball if you know basketball and you actually like see how he played overseas you're gonna be like like he's still playing with grown men yeah not and i was just gonna say that at that caliber you know yeah i was just gonna add that he he didn't go to college he he played pro ball in europe right Mm -hmm. yeah what do you think that like do do you think that gives him any advantage coming into the league? Like does that is that contributing at all to this early success or is that just ball being ball? All I'm gonna say is one name. Luka Doncic. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up too. Like you could see he did, uh he came up playing overseas. The Euroleague. Yeah, yeah Euroleague and he's he's dominant. He's crazy. <laughs> I haven't seen a player yeah. really like him, really. But uh, yeah. it's just not for – of course, college players are insane and, like, college basketball uh, yeah. athletes are great. But there's no comparison to, like, being 18 or 19 and trying to drive in the paint against grown men. Like, <laughs> it's just – it's different. Forces you to mature a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think. It does. Absolutely. There's just – Yeah. You go. You, you go for it. No, no. You go ahead, Vinny. All right. Go ahead. There was just one play that I was that I saw that was such veteran IQ. It was in his triple del- double game. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was that one. Okay. Uh, he was driving to the paint, splits two defenders, protects the ball, and then goes up for a layup. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It was nasty. Nice. It was nice. nasty. That's. Sick. I just wanted to, if anyone didn't see that. Yeah. yeah. Look it up. Yeah. yeah that's Good. dope. Yeah. No, and just look up that all the highlights of that game, man. Yeah. Yeah. You see the vision, especially like his his uh, his full court passes. It's like he looks like t- young Tom Brady out there. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he can rebound so well too, I think that's what he's is gonna di- differentiate him from other players. Mm. Do you think that his ceiling is higher than his brother's? I I so I was actually thinking this while watching his highlights. I was thinking he reminds me of Lonzo, but just more accurate shooting. Like he's. Mm. Because Lonzo has the flashy passes, right. and he can get the ball. He he has great court vision too. But Lonzo's also the beneficiary of Zion. Would you say that? Like he benefits from because having one of the best yeah, young. Yeah, 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 he benefits yeah. from having one of the best young guys, young faces in the NBA yeah, on his team. No doubt, no doubt. I'm just saying he's great at passing and ball, like all that stuff. Yes. But his brother has the passing and at least right now the shooting edge on him too. I so. think it's that confidence. 
It's really Ooh, like, true, true, yeah. Because even J.J. Reddick, like, said, because compared to last season and to now, like, uh, Lonzo's shooting a lot better from three mm-hmm. because he's taking more shots. He's more confident in shots. You know, yeah. he's, he's pulling up on fast breaks, and he's, he's not afraid to shoot. That's because J.J.'s telling him, like, shoot. He's telling <laughs> yeah. him practice all the time. Like, he said in an interview, he was like, I tell him to shoot. And if JJ and tells you to shoot, yeah. If JJ, if JJ, one of the best like spot up three point yeah. shooters in the yeah. like, tells you to shoot the three, shoot mm-hmm. the three. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's also the difference too, like between especially on the teams that they're on, like with uh, Lonzo being on the Pelicans and having a lot of uh, uh, influence, right? From just like you said, JJ, mm-hmm. he's already getting that kind of influence, and then mm-hmm. it's a young team over there at Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But you also have MJ. You, you know, do. He's that. Yeah. He, he, I think that that's like also a factor of him. Like you have the goat, mm-hmm. who, you know, who's a partial owner of the team. He's he, he's the one that gave the order. He gave the check mm-hmm. for Lamelo. Uh, also, can you imagine? Yeah, and, and MJ's MJ's <laughs> like like. Are you serious? Can you imagine? <laughs> and also, yeah. like when fans are allowed back in stadiums again, and before, like MJ is in. I don't know if every game. But like he's in the he's right in the huddle sometimes like he's yeah yeah like he's part of the game he's part of the team mm-hmm. when he's there and interacts with the players and stuff yeah no that's that's pretty sick also these hornets this hornets team reminds me of the uh, almost like the twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen Celtics when they just got Kyrie because they have this some of the same players like Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier who've already played with each other. In the Celtic system, uh, but then you have the young guards of Lamelo Ball, and then you have um, what was that one guy who it must really suck that Lamelo Ball got drafted because he was the like six one point guard, number four oh, uh, I, I, on the Hornets. I, I, I forget his name. It goes over. I forget too. Yeah, but uh, like they have young. It just reminds me of they're a young team with uh, some veteran leadership, but still young team, and they have a. Big ceiling, a uh, high ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. That's that's why athleticism really like changes like how they are, especially with their fast pace. Mm-hmm. Like they can score in three seconds, no problem. Yeah. If Lamelo gets the offensive rebound, you know, like you already know, Miles Bridges is going to be running yeah. down the court, or Gordon Hayward is going to be the first spot up mid range shot. Mm-hmm. So with, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back a minute to the to where we started mm-hmm. with Harden coming to the Nets. Regardless of Kyrie, whether he comes back or not, mm-hmm. do you see the Nets as legitimate contenders right now? It's pretty early to t- say, but like we expect a lot, mm-hmm. especially with someone who is as talented as KD. You know, it's his first season back, but he's already shown that I'm. It's still me, mm-hmm. James Harden, scorer, leader, MVP candidate, MVP MVP winner. Without Kyrie, I think James and KD, they should be able to produce enough to take the the Nets to another, uh, well, well, to the playoffs in general. Yeah. That being said, I still think it's the Lakers' championship to lose right now. Yeah. Well, whoever comes out of the East is playing the Lakers. No matter, like, mm-hmm. I, unless something yeah. completely. Unless something has to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like injury or yeah. COVID related. And hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully that's not the way it happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, like... Knock on wood, man. Yeah. Knock on wood. All right. So, to close it out, who is your, like we said earlier, very early season, who is your way too early MVP right now? 
your prediction. Then if you want to go first, or Trent, it's up to you. I can go first. I think LeBron has some... He, he always has people to prove wrong. No matter how many titles he wins, no matter how many MVPs he wins. And even though last year it could have been... Like, I, I'm not sure, but... No, you're right. He he he's never at a lack for fuel. Yeah, exactly. And he's trying to. He already thinks himself and knows in himself that he's greatest of all time. He said in the one barbershop show uh, mm-hmm. when he came back three one yeah, yeah. against Golden State. I think LeBron's trying to get that goat title. I think he's trying to make it not a debate, and I think that'll fuel him. That's like that's an unprecedented type of fuel exactly you know you it's rarely seen a because rarely do we have people in that conversation it's like generationally you'll you'll see those people you know recently like in obviously in basketball it's um it's braun in football recently it's been brady and Mm -hmm. brady's the same way he 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 still thinks of himself as the guy playing in michigan trying to trying every thursday practice every friday practice to lock in that 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 first string spot you know after six rings which is insane so though you like those guys who are just on that level they're never they're never at a lack of fuel and motivation and everyone knows lebron can score but he truly shines in his passing and that's why i feel like it lends to that mentality of was it lent to that mentality like knowing his role and uh he knows he can score at will but that might not be what's best for the team i think that's also why anywhere he goes they're contenders exactly and i don't think that that's i don't think that that's said of every incredible shooter because you put enough guys to him they're like they might slow down but if you but if those guys have that ability to pass and and supplement the rest of their team and make everyone around them better that's why no matter where lebron goes that team will contend immediately so way too early uh, mvp for vinny the super easy pick lebron james <laughs> i love it speaking of lebron james uh everybody loves his quote um you know put put respect on my name and i want my damn respect too yeah <laughs> and that's kind of how i'm feeling right now with steph mm-hmm because a couple games in, um, I saw a meme after Golden State got off to a slow start. Uh, they started 0-2, and it, it said, um, like, what we've learned, Steph can't carry a team. And it's like, uh, Steph is still Steph. Like, mm-hmm. he's still the greatest shooter of all time, you know? Don't, don't poke the lion, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, don't poke the lion. Don't, like, you don't, you don't want to see that. You don't want to see what that awakens. 62. Yeah, Steph. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Steph just w- woke up, I guess, and puts up career high 62 points, becomes the second oldest player in NBA history to do it, and against the Clippers uh, on Friday, eight points in the final minute of the third. They go on a 31 to six run. He gets 38 points and 11 assists in his double double. He he's one of those guys that has that switch that you turn it on, and he. He just lights it up. He he gets in that zone and he's not gonna miss. And I think that the the Warriors right now, they're a young team. They're learning how to win. And with Clay being out for the second year in a row, it's really up to Curry, Green, and Wiggins. I think to carry that team while the rest of the guys and the coaches are they're still learning about these young guys. 
and 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 what it's going to take for this team to win. But what it's going to take for this team to win right now, while they're figuring that out, is Steph shooting. A thousand percent. And Kelly Oubre has to make some three-point shots. Yes. Kelly Oubre has to make some threes. Fun fact. The Warriors would actually be a top five three-point shooting team if Kelly Oubre was just taken out of the equation altogether. Yeah, yeah. So, Isn't that crazy? Wow, that's insane. That's... So Steph's really trying to carry. Yeah, he's really yeah. trying to carry his this back, team. His yeah. back is sore, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oof, <it's... laughs> I, I also think that uh, with the the pickup from the draft with uh, James Wiseman, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's like what they haven't had in a while. They haven't had a big man that can shoot mm-hmm. and produce by yeah. himself. He's no, he was he was a he was a extremely valuable second round pick. He was sick. And it's he's so young, you know. So it's all these. They have so many guys that are just going to develop and get better. Yeah. And yeah, who's going to be leading the charge? It's going to be Steph. So way too early MVP. Yeah. Steph, for me. Yeah. Let's not forget about Draymond either. Draymond. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yes. Dray, Draymond stopped a three on one the other day. <laughs> yeah, Did you see that Is video? That really? <laughs> he, they they looked they. I don't know. He just shut it down by himself, yeah. standing in the low post, and I I just loved his intensity after that. Yeah. Just walked like, let's go, love it, so, love it. So listeners got to see that Lamella highlight, and yep. they have to see that Draymond stopping that three on one highlight. Yeah, that's just that's the veteran IQ, man. Yeah, no that's doubt. And just and just like the presence, the fact that you're there, and and it and it messed with their psyche so yeah, much right. that. Yeah passed it too How much and didn't, they, they didn't even take a shot it, like and they played this yeah three all championships right. being on like three of the greatest teams of all like they on three of some of the best teams ever uh, you'll gain that reputation yeah you know yeah no doubt Absolutely. Frankie who's your way too early MVP uh it's a joke itch, man oh joke okay interesting joke I like that I like yeah. it I like yeah. it I like he's it. averaging a triple double right now man I, he, he's people want to talk about MB. They want to talk about uh, even Jared Allen a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Even uh, Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about Joakim enough. I feel like uh, I mean Jokic. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like they have to put respect on his name too, because his presence just by himself. Like not only can he pass, not only can he rebound, not only can he do these post fadeaways that is so un- unconventional with like with off the wrong foot. He brings something to the Nuggets team, especially with having Murray. Like we already saw what they did in the playoffs, coming back from a, a three-one deficit. Yeah, that Clippers, Clippers series. Yeah, you know, like he carried a lot of that, mm. him and uh, and Murray. But so far this season, even though they're two-game losing streak now, they're doing very well, and that's thanks to him. Definitely thanks to him. He's gonna be. He's a, he, he's honestly a generational chopper. We same... haven't seen anything like that. He's like a, a Pau Gasol two but that can has. No hesitation shooting from the three point. No hesitating, just holding the ball by himself, just creating his own offense, while also creating offense for the rest of the team. I feel. Watch. I feel like LeBron James is like he's a point forward. Ben Simmons yeah. point forward, but he doesn't have a shot. The Okic is like a point center. He's kind of slow, kind of, but he's like agile. He's still quick. Yeah. Like he still quick, can like do post moves mm-hmm. on you, but uh. That vision is insane, and he can spot. He could spot up from three too, no hesitation. So, that's a good. That's a good pick. Yeah. That's a dark horse. Good yeah, pick. I like it. Definitely. 
Frank, I, hey, I'm you really you heard it here first. Yeah, Frank. You know? if, if Frank, if Jokic is is a uh, MVP, Frankie. Yeah, he called it. Frankie like, called it. Even though we're ten games in, <laughs> <laughs> it is very early. Hey, it's never I'm, too early. Yeah, never too early. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That's uh, right. He's consistent with that though. But I, I just I hope he doesn't get um fatigued or you know possibly hurt. You know, mm-hmm. knock on wood. Yeah, no, you never want to keep that up. Yeah. yeah, keeps that up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, definitely exciting stuff to look forward to. Absolutely. I can't wait to watch the game today, bro. Yeah. If I can. <laughs> That's going to be good. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in, if you're still listening. James Harden is in net. Moral of the story. Wow. Crazy. Wow. As we're recording this, I think we're the first podcast to break this news, you know? So that's exciting. Yeah. That's great. It's so, glad to be on the first uh, basketball segment of uh, NYC Sports and yeah. glad to have that already historic segment yeah. even even more history. <laughs> Love it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at NYC Sports underscore podcast and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss an episode. Stay safe, everybody.